So welcome to CC Talks, episode seven. Today I'm joined by Brian Contos. He's CC and VP of Technical Innovation at Verodin. I hope I pronounced that correctly. And over the last few years, Brian's helped build some of the most successful and disruptive security companies in the world. So Brian, welcome. Thanks very much for joining us today. Hey, thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. So it's pretty early over there, about 9am you say, yeah? Yeah, 9am here in San Francisco. Hey, very nice, very nice. Right, Marla, so I just wanted to talk to you about a couple of things. One, one thing that I'm really quite curious about, you know, from your perspective, you've been doing this for quite a long time now. Do you think that cybersecurity professionals and CISOs, are they, are they focusing on the right things, do you think? You know, by and large, and unfortunately, I, I, I don't think we are. I think right. there's a business perspective to cybersecurity that often gets overstepped or just paid a small amount of attention. And over time, it means that the yeah. cybersecurity team is just ineffective, including the CISO. Yeah, and wh why do you think that is? Why, why have we got to that point? You know, I think we've based cybersecurity probably over the last couple of decades on this notion that if we put money into something and we put effort, our cybersecurity program will be effective. But what we're finding mm. is absolutely the opposite. We continue to put cybersecurity investments in place. We hire people, we go through training, we deploy technologies but we're still ineffective. And largely, to be quite honest, it's because we're basing most of our cybersecurity decisions on assumptions. When you talk about assumptions, what do you mean by that? What kind of assumptions, what are the big assumptions you think people have made? Yeah, so assumptions are really a fundamental challenge. And it's this notion that we, we simply haven't had a way to measure the effectiveness of our security posture uh, with any type of proof or, or real evidence. And I'll give you a couple examples. Mm. Um, we assume that the technologies that we acquired from our vendors are actually doing what the vendors say. And there's lots of great <laughs> oh, yeah. cybersecurity vendors out there. And there's some maybe that are a little bit over their skis. But mm -hmm. oftentimes, if they say they do A and B, we assume that. Um, we assume that when we deploy our products, that they're deployed correctly and they're configured correctly. And oftentimes, we see that when people deploy products, whether it's endpoint or network or email or cloud security or data security, whatever mm. it is, it might work great during the proof of concept, but mm. it might not be the best configuration, that default configuration quite often for your operations. Another mm. assumption we make is about people and process, right? So we've got great technology, we've got great people and great processes, but we assume that all three of those variables are working together well in concert. And then the fourth and probably the, the most challenging for organizations is we assume that's what's working today is going mm. to be working tomorrow or next week yeah. or next month. We just, we just need a way to measure. And it sounds like such a basic thing <laughs> to say, hey, so, I want to make sure that stuff that I've got is doing what I bought it for. But to be mm. quite honest, we haven't had a way to actually measure security effectiveness in the past. Therefore, mm. we're basing security on assumptions. We're wasting investment dollars and we're wasting effort. And that's kind of what I see as the, the big problem facing cybersecurity professionals today. Right. That's, that's really interesting. And one of the points you made about um, CSAs and cybersecurity professionals failing to get value out of, uh, out of perhaps vendors they've put money into, I find that really quite an interesting topic. It's something that I think... Uh, you know, we, we've definitely seen in the past, and I think that vendors probably need to do more to help with this situation as well. It's no good saying, well, there you go, there's, there's your solution. You need to figure out how to get value from this. Uh, I, I think vendors need to do more to help, right? Yeah, I, I think you hit a really key word there, which is value. Um, mm. you, you know, we, we did a study at Veriden. We called it the Security Effectiveness Report. And essentially what we did was we looked at how effective 
organizational security controls were around prevention, detection, and mm. alerting or, or response. Um, and what we found what wasn't really shocking, but was very telling, because across Fortune 500s, Global 2000s, government organizations mm. worldwide, roughly about 25% of the time, their preventative controls are working the way they want. About half mm. the time, their detection controls are working the way they want. And about 22% of the time, their alerting controls are working the way they want. These are not fantastic statistics. And it's not no. because they've got bad tech. It's not because they've got bad people. They've just never had a way to validate that that thing that they wanted to do is actually doing it. Now, in security, mm. we often talk about, well, we do pen testing and security assessments and patching. And all these are wonderful things. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not saying they should go away. Mm. Sure. But they don't actually test the effectiveness of your security controls. Is this yeah. firewall blocking this specific attack? Is this IPS detecting? Is this data security control stopping? <laughs> is the SIM yeah. correlating? And this is really where we need to start focusing on is are the millions of dollars we're spending on security tools. Are we actually getting value from those security yeah. tools? By and large, the answer is we're not getting much value. Yeah, and and, it's, and you, as you rightly say, I think one of the challenges is trying to actually kind of see the wood for the trees, if it were, as well. I think that we get, you mentioned this at the beginning, you know, you, you, they, we buy these vendors and we deploy these vendors, but sometimes we forget to go back again and say, right, is it actually doing what we set it out to do at the very beginning, right? And, I, and I, we talk quite regularly on this podcast around this, this concept of, well, let's start what's really important, perhaps your data, and let's work our way out from there, right? This is what really matters that we want to protect and work our way out from there. I almost feel in some instances that we need to be getting back to the basics. Would you agree with that? Do you think, and I think that's a problem as well? Uh, I, I would really agree with whatever security strategy you're taking, whether mm. it's a, a data out, which I don't think is a bad strategy, or mm. uh, perimeter network centric in or insider threat, mm. whatever, whatever okay. you feel the highest risk profile is for your organization, just yeah. validate that what you have is working <laughs> yeah. and it continues to add value. Let, let me give you an interesting example. So yeah, I, I work with a lot of boards as, as part of uh, Veriden CISO. And what mm. I have found is that the most powerful committee on a publicly traded company's board is now the audit committee. And this probably wasn't true up until just a few years ago. They've stopped asking the security team, do you have security controls in place to mitigate risk? Because the answer is always the same. Of course we do. We've got of this course. product and this product and we follow <laughs> best practices and MITRE ATT&CK and NIST and that's okay. But now they're starting to say, can you prove to me that the security mm. controls that we have in place are doing what we're paying for them to do, whether it's data-centric, perimeter-centric, what have you. And furthermore, yeah. can you justify that that a million dollars or $10 million or $20 million that you've requested from us is absolutely needed and we don't have something else in place to mitigate risk and that it's aligned with our business objectives. These are mm. much more strategic questions and they're much more uh, quantitative than they are qualitative. And again, that's another fundamental shift in security as we have to start mm. proving the effectiveness of what we're doing. Mm.